In pursuit of God, discovering purpose, maximizing potential. 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 Jesus House for All Nations. This message has been recorded live at Jesus House for All Nations. God bless you. Amen. This morning I'm going to be sharing on the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which is our theme for our Kids First Sunday, the Children's Ministry Sunday. I wanted to start by talking about the preparations for the coming of the Holy Spirit. Let's bow our heads even as we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Our God and King, we exalt you. This afternoon, we lift you high in this place. We thank you for what you have done so far, Lord, in the service. We thank you for the children. We thank you for their ministrations in song, in dance, in, 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 even in the drama, oh God. We thank you. We thank you because, Lord God Almighty, they will continue to be mighty arrows in your hands, oh God. And Father Lord, as we go into the word, Lord, I ask that I decrease so that you can increase. Help us, oh God. Help us to understand, oh God, what you are telling us this afternoon. Help us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. There were many preparations before the coming of the Holy Spirit. The first one I came across was the mystery of the incarnation in Bethlehem. The mystery of the incarnation in Bethlehem. I came across a few scriptures, but we're only going to read one of them. Isaiah 7.14. Isaiah 7.14. Isaiah 9.6. And Luke 1 35. But this afternoon, we're only going to read Isaiah 7 14. If you are taking notes, take those scriptures and look at them when you get home. Isaiah 7 14. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name. Emmanuel. There was the mystery of the incarnation in Bethlehem. A woman who had never known a man was going to bring forth a son, the son of God. That was part of the preparation. There was a prophecy that had come forth. The second one was the great redemption accomplished at Calvary. There was a great redemption accomplished at Calvary. I came across a few scriptures again. Galatians 1, chapter, verse 4. Galatians 3, 13. And John 3, 16. But this afternoon, we're going to be reading John 3, 16. The great redemption accomplished at Calvary. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The third preparation I came across for the coming of the Holy Spirit is the revelation of Christ as the Son of God at resurrection. And I'd like us to look at Romans 1, Romans 1, 3 to 4. Romans 1, 3 to 4. 
concerning his son Jesus Christ our Lord, who was born of the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. The revelation of Christ as the son of God, as part of the preparation for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The fourth, pre pre fourth preparation was the entrance into glory in the story of the ascension, the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus himself in Mark 14.62, Mark 14.62, explained what was going to come. And I'm going to read it. Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the power and coming with the clouds of heaven. There was a preparation of the coming of the Holy Spirit through the revelation of Christ as the Son of God. There was a preparation of the entrances to glory in the ascension. And the preparation of the entrance into glory in the ascension, ascension was prophesied in the story of Daniel. And let's look at Daniel chapter 7. Daniel chapter 7, reading from verse 13 to 14. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man coming into the cloud of heaven. He came to the ancient of days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom, that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed." The preparations of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. All of this preparation happened for one main purpose. That you and I will receive the visitation of the Holy Spirit. You know in the natural, in our various homes, when you're expecting a visitor, you go to great length in preparing for them to come. So you cook, you make different dishes, you prepare like me, all sorts of things that will appeal to your visitor. And there's a dish, as I, re as I prepared yesterday, that I remember that when I'm expecting a visitor, I am quite reluctant to make, but I know that it is one that is well-liked. It's a, we fry plantain, it's called dodo in the African language, Nigerian language. But it leaves a smell after you've prepared it. So guess what I do? I burn candles. I still prepare it, but I burn candles to take the smell away. Preparation. We bring out our best dishes. We lay the table. We put out cutlery. We make different, we bring out different music that would appeal to our visitors. We put on lovely clothes. And as I thought about it, I thought about a TV program, which if you were listening for the first service, you will know the answer. A TV program where a lot of preparation goes into, where people go into a lot of preparation before their invited guest comes. Who can guess what the program is? Okay, so in the first service, I said the first person to say it, I'll give a present. But like the first service, you all said it at the same time, so I will keep my present. <laughs> but on a more serious note, the preparation of the coming of the Holy Spirit was an even more organized preparation, an important one. 
And, you know, as I read the stories of preparation in the Bible, I came across this story, and I digress a bit. It's the story of the ten virgins, or the ten bridesmaids, as we all know that story, that we read in Matthew 25 from verse 1 to 13. There were five wise virgins and wise, five foolish virgins. The five foolish virgins had not trimmed their oil as they awaited the bridegroom. The five wise ones had oil in their lamps. And when the five virgins, when the bridegroom came, the five foolish ones could not go with him. I don't know who I'm speaking to this morning. There is an importance in preparation. Preparation. In that story, I picked up that the oil is actually a symbol of the Holy Spirit. The oil in that story is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. And as I go on, the highest glory we can receive as individuals or as a church is the visitation of the Holy Spirit. For our lives must be like Jesus. The baptism of Jesus, as we read in Mark 1, verse 6 to 11, I won't look at it, but basically Jesus was baptized and the heavens opened. The heavens opened. And there was a great pronouncement. And this is my son in whom I am well pleased. The baptism of Jesus came with the Holy Spirit being manifested in his life. He was filled with great power. And that is God's exact plan for you and, you and I. And in that story, we see the human nature possessed by the divine. There was something that happened. There was a meeting of the spirit with the body. Something happened. There was a combustion. And that's what can happen to us when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, when the Holy Spirit is poured upon us, there is a combustion that can happen. And the purpose of the our point of the Holy Spirit is that all men would accept Jesus and the Holy Spirit as their life. It becomes our life. If we look again at the second preparation, the great redemption accomplished at Calvary, we see that God did that so that you and I can receive the boldness of power, the power that we can have over sin so that sin can no longer have dominion over us. If we look at the third preparation, it ensured that the divine spirit life that is in us and that can be poured upon us will move us from humanity to being like God. You know, the Bible says, be you holy as I am holy. So we can be like God because God is a holy God. We can be perfected in our fellowship with God by the unity of the Holy Spirit. That is the oneness of the Spirit. And this happened to Jesus and is destined to happen with man. That is, God has prepared that divine power for us to enter in, and that's for you and for I. And this is where the Pentecost comes in, the outpouring of the Spirit. It came upon the early church, and it's coming upon us in the name of Jesus. John 14, 16, John 14, 16 in the Amplified Bible, and I read, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper. I will pray the Father, 
And he will give you another comforter. I stop there. Why the another? When you put another in a sentence, what are you trying to say? There was something before. And so he said, I will give you another comforter. Meaning Jesus was going, but he was going to bring another like him. Another comforter. Another counselor. Another helper. Another intercessor. Another advocate. Another strengthener. Another standby. That he may remain with you and I forever. That that comforter, that the Holy Spirit will remain with you and I forever. The Holy Spirit is also referred to as the parakletos. It's a Greek word. It is spelled P-A-R-A-K-L-E-T-O-S. It is pronounced parakletos. It means to be summoned. So the Holy Spirit was summoned. It means to be called to one's side, especially called call to one's aid. It means one who pleads another's cause before a judge. He's a defender. He pleads our case. He's the legal assistant. He's the advocate like we read earlier. He's the intercessor. So he prays for you. He prays for me. He's that intercessor. He pleads on our behalf. He's our helper. He's our succorer. He's our aider. We need the Holy Spirit. Don't you think so? We need the appointment of the Holy Spirit. Don't you think so? The Holy Spirit was destined to take the place of Christ in our lives. The same way he came to take the place of Christ in the lives of the apostles. Such that he led them to a deeper knowledge of the gospel truths giving them divine strength that is needed to them for them to undergo trials and persecution on, in their lives and on behalf of the kingdom. We need the Holy Spirit to withstand challenges. We need the Holy Spirit to pray. We need the Holy Spirit to stand strong. We need the Holy Spirit to stand strong in the midst of adversity. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to help us when we are going in the wrong direction, all we need to do is just to cry out to the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I need you. And he comes to our aid. Because that, the, the, that word that I read, that Greek word says, is also one that comes to our aid. He's our helper. I must stop you and just say that there's a difference between the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. The infilling of the Holy Spirit is when you, when you receive the Holy Spirit, when you give your life to Christ, he fills you up at that point. But there is also the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, like what happened on the day of Pentecost. I always say the infilling is there, the outpouring helps to strengthen the Spirit on our inside. And the infilling can only happen when we surrender our lives to God, when we make him the Lord and Savior of our lives. And it's very simple why we need the infilling and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. It's so that we can live like Christ, so that we can live spiritual lives, so that can we can be in line with God's gift, God's plans, God's purposes for our lives. Over the past few weeks, 
I have been hearing in my spirit, and I've shared with a few people, that there is a shift and a movement, a newness, a change of seasons, like we have been experiencing over the past few days. I saw the sun today, and I thought, wow, God has given me another birthday present. Because over the past few days, you and I know that it has rained nonstop. The wind has been blowing. The trees have been shedding their brown leaves, all organized to prepare us for the next season. That is what God is saying to us in this season. That there is a spiritual change. And that spiritual change is happening by the Holy Spirit. We are experiencing the gale force of the Holy Spirit like the days of the apostles. And this force, this force causes the miraculous to happen. Signs and wonders will follow us in our lives and in the church if we just yield to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. Revelation 21 verse 5. Revelation 21 verse 5 in the Amplified Version says, He who is seated on the throne said, See, I make all things new. Also he said, Record this. For these saints are faithful, accurate, incorruptible, and trustworthy, and true, genuine. He said he's doing a new thing. Can you not see it? One major prayer that we can pray continuously, and I think one of the um, children referred to it in the drama, is that we pray continuously for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. He said in his word, in in his word that he will pour forth his spirit upon all flesh. Acts chapter 2 from verse 17 to 19. Let's look at it quickly. I will pour forth my spirit upon all flesh. And it shall come to pass in the last days, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, telling for the divine counsels. And your young men shall see vision, divinely granted appearances. And your old men shall dream dreams, divinely suggested dreams. God says he will pour forth his spirit. Yes, and on my men servant also, and on my maid servant in those days, I will pour out of my spirit. And they shall prophesy, telling for the divine counsels, and predicting future events pertaining especially to God's kingdom. God says he will pour forth his spirit upon all of us. All mankind. Are you mankind? I'm not receiving. Are you mankind? God says he's going to pour his spirit upon you. So I want us to begin to call on to God right now. Let's bow our heads, even as I round up. And I want you, the prayer point is simple. Lord, pour forth your spirit upon me. Pour forth your spirit upon me. Because I need your spirit, oh God. I need your spirit, oh God, to pray for revival in this land. I need your spirit, oh God, to live a life that is pleasing to you. I need your spirit, oh God, to be able to hear you, oh God. I need your spirit, oh God, because it is your spirit that teaches me. I need your spirit, oh God, because you can give me strength by your spirit. Somebody needs to pray. Pray from your heart this morning, this afternoon, that Lord, 
pour your spirit upon me. Pour your spirit upon me. Because if I have your spirit, I can fight sin. Sin will not have dominion over me. Pour forth your spirit, O God. Pour forth your spirit, O God. Pour forth your spirit, O God. Oh God of heaven, pour forth your spirit upon me. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. The atmosphere is changing. Yes, the atmosphere is changing, and the spirit of the Lord is here. Yes, Lord, Iboshete, Modi Baba Sende, Brekotoro Bobo Bobo. Yes, Lord God, Amaba Sanda, Abashiko Bobo Bosondo, Moro Boshete. Yes, overflow, oh God, overflow, oh God, overflow, oh God. Masiko Rabashiko Kokoko, Robo Bobo Shanda Rabasia Terebo. Overflow, God, Father, pour forth your spirit upon mankind. Masandorobo Sete, KKK, Reba Shandorobo Sete, Marakanderebo Sheke, Oribobo Sanda, Riboko Seke, Kekeje, Rakatanda, Alabasto Torobo Shanda, Oricatura Basika Kakaka. Lord, pour forth your spirit, oh God, upon us. Yes, Lord, yes, Lord. Mesenderebobo, Reba Shaka Nicolo Procoto, Manicotondo, break. You're the reason we came, oh God. Holy Spirit, fill us. Be poured upon us, oh God. Thank you, oh God. We bless you, oh God. We honor you. You know, I'd like to make two altar calls this afternoon. I mentioned earlier that if you don't have a relationship with God, if you have not received Christ as your Lord and your Savior, you can experience the infilling of the Holy Spirit, where the Spirit of God resides on you, where the natural meets the divine, and you walk as a spiritual human being. If you have never given your life to Christ, I'm making a call for you. I'm pleading for you, because I told you about the story of the ten virgins. Ten, five were prepared. Five were unprepared. May that never be your story that you were unprepared when the bridegroom comes. So I'm going to ask again that if you've never given your life to Christ, please come forward this afternoon. Just come and just say, Lord, I give my life to you. I give all of me to you. I give all of me, everything about me to you. If you are that one person that I'm praying for this afternoon, please come forward quickly so that we can move on. Is there anybody who's saying, I have never given my life to Christ. I don't even know what it means to be filled by the Spirit. Then please come forward this afternoon so you can give your life to Christ. Thank you, O oh God. The second altar call that I'm going to make, this one, I really prayed to God. Not that I didn't pray for the others, but I prayed to God. As you heard, it's my birthday today. And I asked God for a birthday present. And I said, Lord, I need a birthday present from you. 
and he dropped this in my spirit that we pray for all the children any child that we know whether someone's listening online and you know somebody whether you're here you know a child or whether there's a child here who needs healing I'll ask you to please come forward quickly so that we can pray if you know a child or you have a child here with you who is ill in any way cancer asthma autism whatever that name will be we pray against it now in the name of Jesus is there anybody here who wants us to pray for their child or you know a child who is ill I want you to come forward because I know that I got an assurance from God that if there was going to be a healing that there will be a healing if you know anyone that is ill please just come forward if you are watching online just connect right now because I know that the spirit of Lord is here just begin to pray for that child the Bible says that with God nothing shall be impossible Luke 1 37 just begin to pray that that child will receive healing that child will go back to the original how God made them to be let's pray for mental illness let's pray that the enemy will not have a foothold in the lives of those children in the name of Jesus let's believe in the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit. Let's cry out for mercy. If you are seated out there and you are not in front, I want you to help us to pray. Begin to pray. If you are out there seated, begin to pray. We rebuke the demon of sickness. We rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We invoke the healing power of God. We invoke it. We invoke it. We decree peace, peace. depression, we rebuke anxiety. We come against the spirit of fear. We pray for the healing of the mind. Oh, the Baba Sikkeke, Rebo Shete, oh, the Baba, Lord, heal, heal spirit, soul, and body. Heal, oh God. Masete, Rebo Bobo, Shekekekeke, Marandorobo Sondo. We come against the spirit of fear in our children. Fear has torment. We rebuke that spirit of fear. In the name of Jesus, we speak hope, we speak courage. We come against every form of negative emotion. Every form of negative emotion. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. No more will anybody be sad. No more will our children be under mental torture. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you, O God. We honor your name, O God. Lord, we bless you in the name of Jesus. Lord, we have cried out to you. And we know you have heard our cry this afternoon. Lord, you promised. You said you were going to give me a birthday present. Heavenly Father, Lord God Almighty, for every single child 
that is represented by this, the, your children that have come forward this afternoon. I pray your healing power, your miraculous power upon them in the name of Jesus. I rebuke the demon of sickness, of disease in their body in the mighty name of Jesus. We cancel the spirit of autism in the mighty name of Jesus. We cancel the spirit of fear. Fear, go be gone in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for perfect bodies. We thank you for healing of the mind. We thank you for the corrections, oh God. The corrections that come in the minds, oh God. We thank you for the thought processes that align with your thought processes in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. 